0: This is strange and familiar, where seniors share stories from back in the day, and teens reflect on their tales of love, hardship, and humor. I'm Leah. If I wanted to have kids and I wasn't with anybody, I think I'd still do it. My mom did it by herself. She has me and my brother, We came over to Canada when I was five from Chile. There was evidence that we were struggling, but I also think that once you see that, you see your parent deal with it, then you learn how to deal with it in life as well. I have these family friends. We hang out every weekend. I had like this childhood where I would be around all these people all the time. And they were strong, intelligent people. My mom built a community for us. On this episode, we'll meet
1: Loretta and Sabrina. My name is Sabrina. I'm 18. My friends would probably describe me as pretty level-headed, reliable, and kind. How would you describe Loretta? I would describe Loretta as very practical and kind and sincere.
2: Nowadays, because you're more aware of what's going on in the world, especially across the states with that president, you oh, know, okay. <laughs> he's scary. Because he doesn't know nothing, but he pretends he does, and he makes life a little bit harder, so. like to punch him in the nose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt guilty sometimes asking so many questions then I didn't want to cross any boundaries. So if you had a time machine and you could go anywhere past or present, where would
2: you go? I would like to go uh, back to when I was 17 at my grandmother's house in Limington with my parents, my brothers and sisters. We had Christmas that you wouldn't believe. Everybody worked together and made it nice for us kids. And then, of course, the war broke up, and uh, I lost a lot of my brothers.
1: I realized just going the extra step and asking, like, why or how would get you the information usually. What do you think was the worst age to be, or what was the age where you had a lot of stress?
2: I think it's right right now.
1: So why is
2: that? I'm by myself, more or less, and you don't have anybody to uh, really to and I, and I lost my sister last year, and her and I were really close. Some things I think, no, I wish I could talk to her, but you can't, and, but she's, you know. Do you have any regrets? Yeah, that my husband passed away, yes.
1: When did he pass
2: away? He was only 47 when he passed away, but he was born with a bad heart. Oh wow. So I was very lucky to have him that long time and have my my kids.
1: She said that she never had a picture of him because it hurt too much to think about him.
2: I met him at a bowling alley and then we went dancing and you know, and then I ended up marrying him.
1: Oh you did? Yes. You married your first date. Yes. That's so romantic. Yeah. One of the main things she told me about how to have a happy marriage was communication was one of the key things you had to have.
2: And if you have any problems, sit down and talk it out. You know, that's all I can you know, say. And, um, and everybody's different. Life isn't that tough that you can't get along as far as I'm concerned.
1: She was telling me how her husband was French. So we got along together good
2: because I couldn't understand when he got <laughs> mad at me. If he swear at me, then I, I wouldn't know what he was talking about. I would just smile. And... I
1: thought that was really funny. It kind of goes against her uh, tip of communicating and understanding <laughs> each other, but yeah. I don't know, I thought it was really sweet. So how was coping with that?
2: pretty hard, but you build yourself up and that's life and accept it and, and go on and
1: don't be bitter. Her oldest was 15 at the time of the death
2: of their father, and
1: who was the youngest?
2: Um, Jen.
1: And how old was she?
2: She was five. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah,
2: and uh, but she took it with a grace of salt. She couldn't wait to go to school to tell her that her dad was up in heaven. Oh, wow.
1: Was it hard to be a single mother?
2: Yes it was, because my kids were not babies and they were teenagers and when I worked at Kmart I came home and the kids had a whole bunch of friends in the house and when they see me coming home they all came out the doors, the windows, and...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any best friends growing up?
2: Oh yes, I did because you know we we'd, sometimes we skip out school, the two of us, and we could get into mischiefs. Her and some of her
1: friends stole a clothesline, a bunch of clothes on it as well, and they went to the school, tied the clothesline around the bell, just left it there, and no one ever thought it was them because they were really good girls, and they got away with it to this day. No one ever knew. When you heard that story, did it make you respect her more? Not respect her more, (laughs) but I think it definitely glad to hear that she had like one funny rebellious story. Do you think that there's still an idea of what a good girl does or doesn't do? Yes, I do. But I definitely think it was more present back in her days since it was the 1940s, 1950s. So obviously there was really high standards of like not even good girls, but girls in general should be doing. And you love the Leafs, right? Oh yes, but I wouldn't cry over them. Yeah, they last. She always loved hockey and watching it.
2: When I first went, I think was 15 to see a hockey game, Mm -hmm. then then was the thrill, the arena, and the way they come out and they skated and you know what I mean, and then you you left and walked home with your sisters and brothers. I was kind of curious if she ever played it.
1: So did you ever play hockey or did you always just watch?
2: I, I skated, you know. In those days, girls didn't play hockey. Mm-hmm. It was a well, no-no. So do you wish you
1: played hockey?
2: Yes, I do, you know.
1: You're a very happy person. Yes, I am. So always look on the bright side. Yes, always yes, side.
2: and go for a walk and look at the sky and and look just outside of the trees and the grass and and the flowers and, and listen to the birds Then have a glass of wine.
1: <laughs> what do you think of Loretta's happiness and her way of looking at life? Well it's definitely something that I strive to be like I definitely tend to be more optimistic as well and I hope I can carry that with me as I grow older too. I think about whether it's always good to be happy and to let things go, like I think sometimes it's better to have regret and sometimes it's better to think about stuff that has caused trauma or stress in your life. Going through, you know, points of sadness or regret uh, builds character. So before I met Loretta, we had a one-on-one talk with all the other residents. I was kind of coming into it expecting like people who had a lot of advice and a lot of tips and like how to grow up and grow old but I was surprised to hear that you know they had their own issues and some of them are still dealing with some issues. I kind of see myself as being similar to Loretta which I think is why I really liked her because I am kind of a more simple and definitely optimistic for the most part. So I was really happy that I was with Loretta, and I hope I can be as happy as she is at that age.
0: Strange and Familiar is a mammalian diving reflex project. Executive producer Eva Verti. Produced, edited, and mixed by Ellie Gordon-Marshall. Theme music by Jess Tolleson. Supported by the Government of Ontario. If you like this podcast, you'll probably like another one called Wisdoms. You can find it at brainchild.io and Apple Podcasts. I'm Leah. Thanks for listening.